Good morning, Lifehouse family. Carrie Jones here. I hope that you have been blessed by these uh, these devotionals through the Psalms as much as I have. Um, I know I have been with all the other folks that are presenting uh, devotionals, and I hope that you have been and you'll be blessed by this one uh, today. I'm going to be presenting to you today Psalms 91. Psalms 91 uh, is author unknown. Many of the Psalms, they knew who the author was, but this is a one that they did not know who the author was. It's a Psalm that expresses the confidence that we as believers should have when we're going through challenges or dangers. You see, this Psalm is very timely. It was timely back then to the Israelites. It was timely last century to your parents. It's timely for us today, and it's gonna be timely for your kids. And that is, as long as we're going through this life, we will face challenges and dangers. Some of the dangers and challenges we face today are uh, new diseases like COVID-19. <clears throat> Who would have ever imagined in 2019 that our lives, the way we interact with each other, would have changed so much so quickly because of a disease. Another challenge and danger that we're facing is economic uncertainty, political unrest, and a mental illness epidemic that's affecting about a third of our population. See, this psalm gives us an answer on how to manage in a world with challenges and dangers. You see, as long as you are in life, struggles, challenges, and dangers will be there. <clears throat> Let's read verses one through four. <coughs> Excuse me. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is in the first two verses, I don't know if you guys caught this, but God is referred to by four different names. In verse one, he's called Most High or Elyon. And that's the name of God that's been found in Genesis showing that he is higher than any false God and higher than any earthly ruler. And then the second part of verse one, he's referred to as Almighty, Shaddai. Shaddai is the all-sufficient God who is adequate for every situation. Then in verse two, he's referred to as the Lord, and that's Yahweh. And this speaks to God's authority in our life. He is Lord of our life. Uh, and then the second part of verse two talks, refers to him as God. And uh, I'd like to just say that's the creator of all things that are seen and unseen. So, <coughs> excuse me. The last two verses here, uh, verse three and four, talk about uh, how God will, trap, uh, will rescue us from every trap and disease. And in verse, uh, verse four, it says, he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. So the imagery here is of a mother bird and her baby birds. 
and that mother bird is completely wrapping and protecting those birds, those baby birds, to where they feel completely safe, secure, warm, loved. So the thing here is, God will do this for us, but we have to abide in Him. He will cover and protect us, but we have to run to Him. See, He's gonna do something, but we have to do something too. And that is to accept what His <clears throat> Son did on the cross, and to abide in Him and run to Him. So let me, um, let me talk just a little bit about traps, because it, <clears throat> excuse me, in verse three, he said, for he will rescue you from every trap. And I just had a couple of notes about that. And for a trap to be effective, it has to be a couple of things. It has to be hidden and it has to be baited with something that appeals to our nature and desires. So how do you prevent being trapped? First thing is you have to have your eyes open. The second thing is you have to change your desires. How do we open our eyes and change our desires? Well, we do that by abiding in the presence of God. Uh, when we do that, we allow our thoughts and desires to be transformed by His Word, by spending time in worship, by spending time in fellowship with like-minded believers. Then our desires and our nature come into to alignment with the Father's. So let me read verses five through eight. <clears throat> Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. <clears throat> though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Quite simply, the psalmist is telling us not to be afraid. God's got you. He's not done with you yet, and in the end, we win. So I'm not gonna to spend too much time there because I really wanna <clears throat> spend a little bit of time in verses nine through 16. So let me go ahead and read it. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so that you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. So let's go right back up to verses nine and 10 again. And this is an if then statement. So if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter. So both of those things, they just scream out. Abide, 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 live in me, cling to me, cleave to me. So if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most higher shelter, then no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. And how will this occur? So that's the if then. 
If you abide in him, then no evil will conquer you. But how, how, does it, how is that accomplished? And that is verse 11. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. <sighs> Praise God. Wherever we're going, there are angels all around us protecting us. What a beautiful thing. This is God's word here, y'all. There are angels around you. Let that sink in just a little bit. That there are angels protecting you wherever you go. And then they, they, they will also not just protect you. There are going to be times when you get weary, when you get tired. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And then what can you do? So because if you make God your refuge, no evil will conquer you because the angels will be there to protect you and hold you up so you can do work. So you will trample upon lions and cobras, right? So you will go, you will be able to do the work of God here, okay? Uh, <clears throat> and then it goes on to say in verse 14, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. Do you love him? Do you abide in him? Because it's, the God's word is real clear here. No matter what situation you're in, no matter how dark it seems, no matter how, no matter how dark it seems, God's there with you. And in the right time, he will come and he will rescue you. There's many of us in this day and age that feel like he's absent, but he's there. Lean into him. Find shelter and refuge in his wings. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. He will be with you in your trouble. And in time, he will rescue you and honor you. So, <clears throat> let me just uh, summarize this. Uh, this is a beautiful Psalm. It talks to uh, the challenges and dangers we're gonna face as believers. And uh, as I read through the psalm, it became really clear that uh, a key component of this is knowing that God's got you, but that we have to abide in Him. We have to make that step uh, to run to Him and just to, to sit in His presence, to, to dig into His Word, to be around His people and His church. Uh, so hopefully that was helpful to someone out there, uh, but just know no matter how bad it is, he's there waiting for you. Imagine that little bird that's lost, cold, hurt, and it sees its mother and its wings are open just to cover that bird. And that's all of us and he's got us. So uh, let me go ahead and pray for us. Um, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we submit this day to you. Uh, all the things that we're gonna do, we submit the time of the day, we submit our thoughts, our words, our actions. Lord, be with us and guide us and lead us through this day. Father, 
We know challenges and dangers are here in this life, but we thank you, Father, for who you are, that we can just dwell in the shadow of the Almighty, that you've got us covered up with your wings and we can rest there and we can abide in you. Lord, that's where peace comes from. That's where purpose comes from. That's where power comes from, from being in your presence. So Father, I just ask that you give us all the desire to seek you even more, to cling to you, to chase after you, and to rest in you. Lord, be with everyone that's here, everyone that's listening to my voice. Father, I just ask right now that you give them a desire to know you more, a desire for all of us to just know you more so that we can be the light that you have called us out to be so we could be a salt of this earth. Father, this is a serious time now and there's nothing we can do that's more important than to abide in you. We love you. Be with us this day. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Lifehouse, love you. And uh, can't wait till we can uh, see you guys again.